<laughs> Thank you so much for talking to me today. I am so excited to talk to you. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. People want to listen to me. That's so cool. <laughs> Absolutely. So today I'm talking to Allison Brown, who was formerly a CBS page, and she just got hired to be a journalist and TV personality, Gail King's assistant. Um, and she's working as an anchor broadcast associate slash, slash executive assistant for CBS Morning. So you started your career as a CBS page, which is super cool. Uh, what was that experience like? That was really, really rewarding. And those programs, I'm sure a lot of people have heard about them. They're called page programs. I have them at almost every major news network, um, media company, and they're just designed so that you rotate through different departments of different companies and you get to try out different things before committing to your first job. It's your first it's your first job. Like that was my first job out of college, but it wasn't committing to one thing and one thing only. I got to rotate and I got to work on five or six different productions within CBS. So for example, one CBS Mornings, which was formerly CBS This Morning, The Morning News, um, but we just rebranded and now we are CBS Mornings. I also worked at Stephen Colbert, The Late Show, which is the Drew Barrymore Show. Um, there's also other shifts like CBS Saturday Morning, CBS Sunday Morning, and there's a couple I didn't get to do like CBS Sports, um, doing air traffic control. Um, what else? There's so much. There's NFL Today. Working March Madness, um, the Rachel Ray show, actually. Even though Rachel Ray is ABC, they use some CBS staff to to film her show. So there's so many that I didn't get to do, but I'm so grateful that I did get to have five or, or six under my belt because it got me to where I am right now. So I'm so grateful for those programs. Really cool. So how did you get that role? So um, I was very I was very strategic in my path through high school to college to to where I am now, and I know that's definitely different for a lot of people because you're not supposed to know what you want to do, and I didn't necessarily. I just knew that I hate to say it. I just knew that I wanted a cool job, <laughs> a cool mm -hmm. job at a at kind of a a big place, just because I feel like you know big names are exciting and. I, I I love local news. I love, you know, smaller publications is where you're supposed to start and then work your way up and then get attention of the big names. But I just, my path was very strategic. And what I mean by that is I picked my school because we had a direct internship at NBC in New York. I went to school at Ohio University and we had a, we have a fantastic journalism program and communication school. And they had a direct internship because some um, alumni were, you know, they, they set up the internship for us. Um, and it was just so, it was a, a great way to get in and get a name like that on my resume. And I hadn't, I hadn't seen a school that had something so, so direct like that. So it was really, really attractive to me. Of course, I love the school, but um, I, I applied for this internship and, it was through my school. I joined the student news station just to have, you know, to show my interest that I wanted to take a step further and do the internship. 
So I applied my sophomore year of college and I assumed I was going to get declined because I thought being a sophomore was way too young. But I actually got in and I moved to New York for a whole semester and I worked at the Today Show at NBC. Oh my God. And that was big. <laughs> yeah. It was a huge name to start off with and that was so intimidating. But my plan was to apply sophomore year so that the 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 people reviewing my application could see my name. I'll get declined and then they'll see me again next year and that would make me more attractive to them mm-hmm. to be selected. So it kind of backfired, but also worked because it just happened faster than I had planned for myself. <laughs> it and worked too well. Once I got that, yes, yeah, it did. It did. Mm-hmm. And then once I got that name on my resume, everything else came came faster and, and easier. And I, it, that's I'm not sharing that just because you know you're not. No one should only go for a big name. I just. I, I was just really attracted to, as most as most people are, just you know the top the top networks and being in New York City and that whole life. But I do really love small local news as well. I just just kind of, that's how my cards played out. Is I've always been at at um, at networks at the network level instead of the local level. But I loved the local level when I was in in college. So that's just how it worked out for me. So I started I started there. But yeah, so like what kinds of what kinds of things did you learn from being a page that maybe set you up for like a lifetime career in the industry? Um, I didn't even say that. Oh my gosh. I so what I meant to also say way back when was when I got the Today Show internship, it helped me I think get to CBS just because um it showing experience with another major news network um, just, you know, showed that you're able to deal with the intensity of, of you know, top tier morning show due to the crazy hours. I, I when I did the internship, I did 4 a.m. shift, 5 a.m. shift. It was really hard, but kind of whips you into shape. It's supposed to kind of be like a boot camp. Um, so that's what I meant to say. That helped lead me into CBS was, yeah, was yeah. doing that internship. Um. What was your next question? I completely forget. <laughs> um, what were, like, kind of your favorite and least favorite aspects of being a CBS page? Oh, okay. I I loved so many things. It was really hard, not going to lie. It was really difficult because in one week, I would work maybe three different shows. So I would – and my schedule was different every week. It stayed consistent for – a few months and then it changed again and then also COVID made it difficult and as people were calling out sick or if they took a vacation, whatever it was, they would move us where they were short staffed. So I had a placement but then also did additional fill ins elsewhere. So one of my favorites was hmm, my two favorites. One is where I am now at CBS Mornings and then the other favorite of mine was The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Um, there are two very different roles. At Late Show, I did audience work, so audience coordination, fan coordination, um, which is it's essentially kind of ushering the audience in, checking them in, getting them seated, getting them pumped up to be a part of the show. And, you know, they're, they're all excited because they're going to be on TV, but yeah. it's 
it's really, really important just because it is a taping and we're, there's a lot of rules they have to follow and um, it's just such a fun experience, but people are so excited to be a, a part of the show that it's like, it, it just makes it rewarding to be the people to get them excited to go in. Um, so that was what I did at Late Show, but then the other most rewarding and exciting experience I had at the page was by far being at CBS Mornings because my role there was um, being the green room page. And as the green room page, I was the point of contact for any guests that we had come on the show. And mm -hmm. they were like big, big people. And I had past internships and networks and shows that you've been at, or it just depends on the, on the company and organization you're with. But sometimes there's rules about not speaking to talent and not bothering them and, you know, let them be their celebrity selves. But at this job, it was, it was my job to escort them around, make sure that they had a warm, welcoming experience being a guest on our show. So um, it could be anyone from an upcoming author to, I had JLo and I had, uh, who else did I have? Joey King came in the other day. Um, oh really big people. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other ones. I'm kind of blanking, but it felt really good to be the one that was supposed to take care of these people and give them a good experience. Oh, I'm remembering Drew Barrymore, Anderson Cooper, Emily Ratajkowski. Who else did we have? Oh. It was really, really cool people. Bill Murray was by far my favorite. That's He's a so comedian fun. I for a reason. I ran into Emily Ratajkowski this summer. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> Small world. And she's shorter yeah. than I thought she'd be. She's beautiful. She was sitting down, but I. she was super nice. I spoke to her. We took a selfie. It was fun. <laughs> yes, yeah, she, it's also a, a role like that, too. Or if you're just seeing someone famous on the street, you hope so badly that they are not, they are at the, at the level in your head of kindness, letting you take a picture, being as sweet <laughs> and open and kind as you want them to be. And if they're not, it's such a letdown. But Mostly Aww. everyone I've met have been genuinely great human beings, and they're just people. They're really just people at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. How did you ultimately go from being a page to, to getting your current position? So uh, that was a, a really interesting path for me. It was really fast, really, really fast. I'm so grateful that working with Gail is my first full-time job because being a page isn't always 40 hours a week. Sometimes it's more. Sometimes I had 50, 55. Other weeks I had 30. Um, just depends on where help is needed and the schedule of the show that you're placed on. So some shows, you know, don't film once a month one, or sorry, one, one week out of a month. Um, it's just how production schedules work. But basically I joined CBS Mornings back in August and I was the, I've been the guest coordinator up until when I got this job, which was late February. Um, I actually just did my first two weeks. Um, so I'm very, very fresh, but two weeks has felt like two years. I've learned so, so, so much. Oh my God. Congrats. Um, thank you. Thank you. So I'm fresh, but I can still give as many words of wisdom as I can. Um, but 
as I was being the as I was the guest coordinator on the show, I worked closely with all of the anchors because they're such genuine people. The anchors of our show, CBS Mornings, it's Gail King, Tony DeCopel, and Nate Burleson. And they all take time in the commercial breaks to walk out of the studio, go into the green room where they come to me and they ask me, okay, where is this person? Where is this person? Let me say hi to them. It's just because I don't want my first interaction with this guest to be while we're on the air, just because that's not personable. So mm-hmm. they all take the time and they all have to coordinate with me. Um, I make sure that the anchors get back to the studio and don't miss <laughs> their cue <laughs> and they're in their seat by the time they're rolling again. Um, I just got to work closely with, with them and with the producers and I guess, I guess I built a reputation for myself and became really close friends with um, my friend who was Gail's assistant at the time. And she, she just was ready for the next step in her career and recommended me, recommended me to Gail. And it, if I hadn't been at the show for at least nine months, I don't think I would have been considered just because I feel like six months might have been too short of a time. I wouldn't have thought that I knew enough about the show and the content and Gail herself. Um, So I'm just really grateful that I started when I did because Mm -hmm. I think the amount of time I got to understand the content of the show and the layout and the format really, really worked in my favor because I wasn't starting from square one. I was kind of already in and Gail already knew me so it's a level of comfort as well but it just happened naturally like that and when when she wanted to leave I I started the whole interview process it was very grueling <laughs> um, but I knew I, I knew Gail and I knew some of her teams and the executive producers and it just it, it was nice I felt really supported through it really supported good was was there ever a tough interview question that you're faced with whether it was getting this job or a different job? I will say Gail being the amazing journalist and interviewer that she is, I've never (laughs) felt so comfortable in the presence of, of someone than I have with her. She, of course you're, you're sweating and you're shaking before you, before it's your turn to go interview with her and sit in her office. But um, like I said, they, they just seem like, like people and not, you know, iconic figures after about a minute. Um, So I didn't get a hard interview question with her, but I have gotten, I have gotten really, really hard curveballs, which actually I think have become more standard interview questions now. But back when I was interviewing for internships, um, I had, let me think, I was quizzed on naming at least four Supreme Court justices um, oh that's God. hard. That's hard. There's like eight Supreme Court justices. Um, I had to name at least four. Um, I was quizzed on uh, branches of government um, for a news network. Um, I was also asked about a time where I was faced with a problem and how did I solve it? And I think that's more of a basic question now, but I... I didn't prepare for that. So now for every interview, I prepare for that question just because I don't think I had, I had never been thrown that one before. They also asked you another hard one was tell me about a time where you worked with a team and something didn't, something didn't go 
your way or as planned and how did you navigate around it? I like that one Um, because it made me think about working with other people and yeah, being in college and doing group projects and high school group projects, whatever it is, like you're always going to work with, with people. So it really made me think about how you're always a teammate to others, no matter even if you're in a, a solo job and you don't always work with others, you still are a part of a well-oiled machine of, of people and they all work together. So those yeah, were four really hard ones I've been asked. Mm-hmm. I'm a marketing major and like in all of my classes, we have group projects um, for, for good and for bad, but. <laughs> are you, like, are you the kind that likes to be, in charge and then give out responsibilities to others or do you kind of sit back and let someone else take the reins? Probably more of, more of the first. I feel like I'm always the one kicking off the, <laughs> the team group chat. Um, That's me, girl. That is so yeah. me. It's like <laughs> trying to be, trying to be the control freak without sounding like a control freak. Yeah, literally. I mean, obviously, you know, we all split up the work evenly, but I feel like I'm always like the, like, I feel like in my groups, I'm always elected, like, the team coordinator with the professor, like, how one, you know. Yes, uh, that's, that's, that's good. You're supposed to be that. Yeah, I'd, li- I'd like to keep it that way. I'll send the emails. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, kiss, you'll kiss your professor's butt a little bit. <laughs> Do you have any, like, funny stories from your career journey? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, and more recently they have been they have been at CBS Mornings just because the talent that's sitting in the room all at the same time is so hilarious to me just because in any other circumstance other than a morning show, you will never see these three human beings in the same room ever again. It's just <laughs> hilarious. We have a just a really wide any morning show. There's Today's Show, Good Morning America, CBS Mornings, um, hopefully CBS Mornings is your favorite. Um, there's really, really interesting and diverse talent. Yay! <laughs> talent that walks through. So one day, okay. So one one day was really, really, really hard for me because I just had to switch gears so quickly. We had um, We had someone that came in who was uh, not to not to dim the mood of the podcast, but someone who was a victim of uh, Jeffrey Epstein and his sex trafficking case over many many years, um, mm-hmm. and that was a really really sad and emotional interview. She was crying her heart out. Um, it's a really great piece if you guys want to check it out. Sarah Ransom on CBS Mornings, um, but she's such a strong figure for sharing her story. But then when her interview was over, Dwayne Wade walks in the building and I have to switch gears and be all uppity and just pretend that I wasn't, you know, listening to this horrible, horrible, sad story. And then a few minutes later, we have um, Vanessa Lachey from NCIS Hawaii. Um, I think her husband was on The Bachelor. Uh, It's just and then we had um, Stephen King come in to promote one of his books. And it's just such a wide variety of people. Oh, and then, okay, Biden's press secretary, her name's Jen Psaki. She came in 30 minutes later. It's just, it's just so funny. Um, That's not a good story. I have another good story though, but that's just a funny 
thing about the about the guest coordinating job in general. But um, with my new job with Gail, we were just flying back from uh, Washington D.C. last. Was that this week? That was this week. Oh my gosh, it's been a long <laughs> week. We were flying back to New York from Washington D.C. on Wednesday. We were in LaGuardia. So I was walking with Gail and I was helping her with her bags and we were with her team and we travel in a group of about like five or six people. And then all of a sudden we see Tony and his team in the airport, um, the, our other co-anchor of CBS Mornings. And then five minutes later, Nate and his team come in and we all were at the same gate at the same airport traveling for work. And we all bumped into each other and no one, they're all, they're all famous. They're all you know, well-known, but they're in their coats. It was cold and they're in their masks and no one knew who any of them were. No one bothered us. And we were standing in the middle of the airport, like, uh, it's not a hallway, but just in the middle of the airport in this group of 20, just talking and laughing and, and hugging each other. And people were looking at us like, God, who are they? Like, what is going on? But so it was it was great. We weren't getting attention, and you know, it's a good level of of you know the masks and the coats help. But people uh, were like, "Gosh, we need to quiet down." Little did they know it was a family reunion, and we were all traveling for work at the exact same time. That is so funny. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that was like two days ago. Yeah, that was on Wednesday morning. That is so funny, and but not. You all weren't coming from D.C., obviously. You just had met in LaGuardia. Yes. Yeah, so um, Team Gail was flying back from D.C. to LaGuardia. Team mm-hmm. Tony was going to Minneapolis from LaGuardia. And then Nate was flying up to Syracuse. And it was just – LaGuardia is a hub, so naturally. Right. But I don't think I don't think they knew that they were flying just because their schedules get so hectic that maybe they forgot or whatever. But um, – it was it was madness. It was madness. And we almost made Nate miss his flight. But he made it. <laughs> Glad he made it. That's so fun. I love running into people in the airport. Um, I mean, I let do alone. too. I'll always say hi. If I know yeah. someone, I'll always say hi. I will not shy away. I'm very outgoing. <laughs> Good. You too. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for talking to me today. You have shared so many interesting stories and tidbits and advice. And I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun.